Welcome to the Car Dealer Pro Podcast. So today we're talking to independent motor trader Umesh of Umesh Samani Specialist Cars. He's been in the motor trade since he left school, firstly at a main dealer and then went on to have his own showroom that he's been in now for over 20 years. Umesh is also co-owner of the Independent Motor Traders Association and you'll find him on all the social media platforms. Today we'll be talking about how Umesh has never been to an auction, how he sources good stock, how to overcome your social media shyness, how to market yourself on the different platforms and why using video is so important. Loads of great info, hope you enjoy the conversation. So, hello, Umesh. How are you doing? Um, I'm very well, David. Uh, good to hear from you, and uh, thanks for inviting me onto the uh, onto the podcast. Yeah, no problem. It's been, uh, like I say, in this uh, lockdown, I had to put my time to good use, and it, it's been brilliant so far. And thank you for coming on. So, I've, I've got a load of questions to ask you. When you first started, would you say one of the main attributes you need as a car dealer is patience and consistency very much so mate very much so yeah things don't happen very fast at the end of the moment to a certain degree so you've got to have patience you, you've got to be consistent on what you do the message you send out uh how you want to do it from day one and that's what it's about isn't it really it's, and the bizarre thing is and, and people used to take the mickey out of me for, for many many years and i didn't really care because i used to work in a, in a franchise environment i used to wear suit and tie right yeah. i actually enjoy wearing ties uh, and as people have seen me over the years, even whilst I've had my showroom, um, I, I wore a tie uh, up till about probably two years ago. Because t- to me, that was that was my image. That's what I wanted. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. But actually, I, I, I love bright ties anyway. You know, people yeah. love bright yellow, bright red, whatever ties. Yeah, I love bright ties. Um, but I did, I did a vote because people said to me, you need, you need to take the tie off. And I said, well, I, I like it. And people, like customers like it as well, you know. Uh, I had a vote. Uh, I asked the audience, really. I asked my customers, you know, on Facebook, on yeah. Twitter, yeah. social media. And I just said, with or without, I took a picture of me, you know, with an open neck shirt and one with a tie on. And you know what? It was nearly 50-50 split of people just said, you need to keep a tie on. And they said, no, take the tie off. So two years ago, I should it off just i thought well why not you know what i mean so, so it's about image consistency that was my image people liked it and i, and I lived with it but you know people took the mickey out of me because when i first started uh sourcing cars i used to go around uh, other dealers of course to get my name out there to say look this is who i am i mean quite a yeah. few people knew, knew me locally but obviously only as a working at the franchise dealer but not as a going on my own so i literally went around saying look i've gone on my own there's my card, there's my phone number, that's the sort of stuff that I buy. I know you've already got your own traders that you deal with. In them days, it was all about if your face fitted, uh, you know, um, you're in all these dealers, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I had, to sort of, I had to sort of break into that and get the name out there. And I had the mickey taken because I was a trader, technically, yeah. wearing a tie uh, and dressed up as opposed to just going about, I was just, I don't, don't, that's fine, guys, this is who I am, you know what I mean? And I built up one of the, you know, good contacts from there, from the dealers and other dealers I just couldn't get into because my face didn't fit um, and other things that went on, which I won't go into. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I simply, uh, simply did that. And then I just kept, me, kept getting my name out there, advertising, glasses, guide, the stuff that I bought. 
Uh, I used to send faxes out to dealers. Uh, faxes, can you, you can run faxes? I mean, yeah. a lot of people, a lot, a lot of these people listening to this might not know what a fax machine is these days. Uh, to say, look, this is who I am, this is what I buy. And I actually used to reply back on the fax with the, with the bids. So, you know, they would fax me to say, Brilliant. we've got this Golf GTI, ABC, this is whatever. And I'd have the conversation anyway, that I'd use to fax them a confirmation to say, this is what I'm going to bid you on this description. Yeah. And a lot of dealers loved you because with most of the traders, it'd just be a phone call over and then there'd be arguments when they arrived to pick the car up because something yeah. wasn't quite described right or whatever. Uh, and you, which you would never go to the auction then to buy a car. I've never been at a car auction to buy a car. Is that Brilliant. crazy or what? Um, the last time I was actually in a car auction was when I was doing when I worked at the, at the VAG dealership, and one of the uh, the training things that we had to go to was uh, was uh, was was an auction hall just to do a bit of you know training, yeah. uh, but. I've never stepped into a car auction to buy a car um, in the 23 years that I've been in business. That's amazing. So, so your formula has been to build relationships with mainly... In, in the early days, it was, Dave, to be honest with you. It was that, but also, I, I, again, the way a lot of the franchise dealers worked, as I said, you know, if your face didn't fit and you didn't follow what... Yeah. they were doing sort of thing or got your favorites or whatever, then you didn't get a chance of buying the decent stuff. Yeah. So you'd only get offered pretty much all the crap really, you know, would, which would you have to take you know, on quite a bit of rubbish as well? Uh, one is you tried that, you know, so, you know, if you, if you want that, you've got to buy that and whatever. And, and I just walked away because I just wasn't interested in, in, in just buying stuff for the hell of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And like all of us, when we, when we start, Dave, we've only got limited funds. So, yeah. Why why lump yourself up to get one good one to end up with another bad one or two bad ones or whatever it may be because they're problem cars. So yeah. whatever you think you're going to make on that one, I know we all think, no, 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 we'll turn it around, we'll do this. Yeah. You, you never do, you never do, do you? No, well, I don't no, anyway, you know what I mean? No, so no, so no. I sort of avoided, I avoided getting into that situation where I would actually, personally, I'd, just, I'd walk away yeah. and think, it doesn't matter, I've not bought anything, but I'm low on stock, but it doesn't matter, I just move on with it. So then I thought, hold on a minute, I'm not getting, you know, but again, as time went on, different dealers were being taken over, they changed the policies, they went to auction policies and, and so forth, you know. Yeah. But, but also, so I was getting quite a few connections built up through advertising through Glasses Guide as well. So that's another little thing that I just did, you know, from, from day one, my name was in Glasses Guide that I bought majority, in them days, mainly, mainly Audi VW product that I bought. So I bought a lot of, because that's my background. So I, I like the product anyway. Yes. And that's why yes. I stick to a lot, of, a lot of, even now, you know, a lot of German stuff as well. And because I was advertising in the paper, and I still do, and I must be one of the rare dealers, I still advertise in paper the local newspaper yeah that that i that i would buy cars for cash yeah what do you do with that yeah yeah what do you do with that that's i think you you get a good response from that i really do absolutely and and i've been doing it since virtually day that i started type of thing you know even before all these sites came very very much you know uh in the face of tv and whatever so i've always had that thing about customers actually ringing me and saying do you want to buy this do you want to buy this yeah. You know, but even in my, I think in the second month working from home, a lady rang up and said, I've got this Metro for sale. You know, I've seen the advert, do you want to buy it? So that's going back to 1997. You know what I mean? I was sort of buying cars for cash then yeah. uh, as such. So 
that was already consistent message I was sending out as well as not a case of I just buy car, you know, I sell cars, but I buy cars as well, you know, which we all do, don't we? You know, we yeah. all do. Uh, so the message was getting out of there. So over the years, more and more people were contacting me direct as well, you know, uh, and just different ways of advertising. I was doing local press. I was doing, you know, sponsorships locally on local football teams. And the name was getting yeah. out there. Cars always had that I buy cars for cash. You know, I've got webuynicecars.co.uk. So I've always bought cars privately. Hence, I don't need to go to the auctions. You know, if I'm selling 50 cars a month, It'd be a different story, Dave. I don't yeah. sell big volumes, so I wouldn't be able to buy sufficient enough, you know. And I, I cherry pick what I buy. Yeah. And again, customers come to me, mate. So they're coming to me. I've I'm got any transportation running about. The odd one or two, I've, I've gone a bit further afield. If there's something that I want, I've gone and bought it. Big stuff, no problem at all. Yeah. But majority come to my door. You know, they come to the showroom. They bring the car to me. Packing, check it out, check it out, check it over. Something I'm not sure about putting the ramps. You just, I think you just buy better cars, don't you, yeah. overall? Yeah, the, the odd one doesn't. I think, I think what you've done right as well is you, you, haven't, been a, uh, you haven't been a faceless business because a lot of places just open up and it, it's just a sign. And I get the feeling that you've always had your face in the, the local community. You've always uh, uh, advertising, uh, sponsoring people. It, word <laughs> of mouth is such a strong form of advertising as well isn't it absolutely absolutely so, so it is it, it pretty much is keeping the name out there and, and that's why you know as soon as i started the business with the pay with the local paper the advert was i say you match the money specialist cars open for business this is my contact details because the last thing i wanted to do was to disappear for even for you know a few months and not advertise so yeah. people didn't know where i was you know and my advert said there, open 24-7, there's my mobile number in the local paper, and that went in every week from day one, you know. Uh, and there's only been a couple of times in over the years that I've been trading in that particular paper that my advert's not been in there because over the time, different newspapers have been taken over, and they want to jack the price up so we have a fallout, so I pull out for six months, and if somebody else yeah. comes along, and we do a deal, we'll get back in again. But for yeah. 23 years, my name, my phone, my face, pretty much has been consistent so yeah. that yeah. going back to consistency that's yeah. one of the ways that i've done it you know and i've also wanted to build my brand it's me you match the my special cars you know what i mean I, yeah. I, they know who they're dealing with um and that's why you know i say to a lot of people uh, on their websites on their marketing whatever they do put it put a face to a name yeah, you know definitely. uh and then that that builds trust easily definitely. easily definitely and yeah. Like getting onto, um, you've put your adverts in the newspapers and then social media come along. So for you, did you think, oh, brilliant, this is going to really help my business? Um, the opposite day, opposite day. <laughs> yeah. so, you know what, people know me for social media now. However, wow, social media. I, I wasn't into Facebook. I wasn't into social media. My web designer, Adam, who has built all my websites and quite a few other people and friends, when he was building whatever version it was in that year, I think it might yeah. have been 2010-ish, I'm not current 2010, 2011, we're just sort of building a new website. And he said to me, he said, you need to be on social media. And I said, no, no, I said, I don't do Facebook. It's kid stuff. That's my exact word. I remember, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And he said, no, mate. He says, you need to be on social media. He says, that is the way forward. I said, yeah. I don't do social media. So he said, listen, I'm going to set up the account for you for Facebook and Twitter. Whilst we're doing the website, we did all the things. He says, I'll set it up for you, show you your logins and what you're supposed to do. Then you can please yourself. He said, it's there if you want it. 
And if not, doesn't really matter, does it? You know what I mean? Because just the yeah. account just set up. And I suppose I, I just started dabbling and playing. This is, you know, what, what does Twitter do and, and so forth? Because I'm, I'm more on Twitter in the initial stage than I was probably with Facebook, you know. Yeah. I fell into something which I think has been absolutely phenomenal for me. It really has. You know, people's, people say, you know, oh, Twitter doesn't work or Facebook doesn't work or, or social media doesn't work generally, you know. Yeah. I, think it's, I think it's what you put into it, you get out of it. Yeah, I have made so so many connections, so many friends, genuine friends, not just you know connections for business wise, but genuine friends through it. I've done a lot of business through social media, you know, beat Twitter, beat Facebook, beat LinkedIn. Yeah, you know, every little bit works, and it's difficult to quantify each one how it works. And for example, if people who follow me on Twitter, a lot of the stuff that I do, it's not pre-planned. It's not thought. You know, I I just do what comes in my head at the time. Yeah. And I remember winning the, the Car Dealer Awards, Car Dealer Magazine Awards for, for use of social media. I think at the same time I won Dealer's Dealer of the Year. And I had no idea. I was, I was in, in, in the running, if you know what I mean. I just went along to that night. Yeah. I got, I got the two awards and I was like totally blown back. And I remember James asking me on, uh, when they were doing the filming and he said, how do you do your social media? I said, what do you mean? He said, you just, you know, you're running your own business you're doing all the social media, who helps you, who does it? And I just said, I just do it myself. I just do it as I'm going along. Yeah. And yeah, it just sort of came to Couldn't me. Couldn't believe it. Well, I got spotted for doing something which was, I suppose, second nature to me. I just fell into it. You know, I'd be walking through the showroom, for example, something would just ping into my head. We've all got mobile phones. That's all we use, don't we? Most of us, you know what I mean? To, to, to take them. And something would just come into my head about either the image of the showroom or something like that. And I just... As I'm walking from A to B, tweet about it. Yeah. You know, so it's not particularly affecting me or me thinking there for two hours thinking, what do I need to post? I think if you need yeah. to do that, I think it's yeah. just need to step back. Do you know what? I think, yeah, yeah. I think you've hit the nail on the head there because I'll admit I haven't been, I've been terrible with social media, but the last few months, I think before I was thinking, I think a lot of people think about it. You're, too you're, much. you're overthinking it. You're overthinking yeah. it. That's right, yeah. didn't you? You know, and that's the problem. I think, you know, yeah, so, so you know, with, with all with, with all of them, really, I, I just think of things, uh, and I just do it. Uh, this morning, you know, my kettle's broke. What a time for a kettle to break! It's not the end yeah. of the world. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. This, so the kettle's broke, so I need to make a cup of tea. So I'm yeah. boiling a saucepan full of water, and I just did a short video. It's about twenty seconds on on, on Twitter or whatever, and I just said, um, you know, kettle's broke. Um, boiling the water but it's not the end of the world i need to buy one next time i'm out but i'm not going out because i'm staying home because it's not the end of the world i can still boil some water have a, have a brew you know what i mean <laughs> uh so but the response on on twitter has been quite phenomenal really and lots of people joining the conversation yeah, yeah and yeah. and with, with all the social media i think the other mistake and i'm no guru so i'm not preaching to anybody out there dave i'm not preaching to anybody i'm not a social media guru i might have won car dealer awards but i'm no expert right but I yeah. think the other mistake that a lot of people make that I see, uh, and I feel it's, 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 it's where it's probably not working for them, is when they go sell, 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 yeah, sell, 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 sell. You know what I mean? Definitely. And I think it, social media is social. Have a conversation. Yeah, we're having this conversation. Yeah. And that's what most of social media should be, I feel. It, you know, you're having a conversation, you're having a banter. But yeah. you are also you know, selling 
uh, yourself. You're selling yourself, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, in Definitely. a certain way. I, I, so, I, read a, you know, I read a book before Christmas and it's called uh, Good Effing Content and I'd recommend everyone to read it. It's a short book. You can probably read it within two or three days. And basically this chap in this book is saying, People hate being sold to, and like you're just saying, we'll do. It's the yeah, yeah it's we'll the worst do. thing you can do is put a picture of your cat. Oh, we've got this beautiful, like me especially. We sell small, smallish. I'm not saying boring cars, but a lot of them are boring. So if I've got this Kia Picanto, you know, who's yeah. going to want to look at a Kia Picanto? Not many people. They'd rather see stuff like about your family and what you're doing. A great person is. Um, the body coach, isn't it? Um, Joe Wicks on his social media. Yes. He, he just puts about his life. And I think that's what you've yeah. got to do. Yeah. You've got to and, 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 get, uh, get yourself and, across and, as yeah. a person. Yeah. P- people, need, people need to see the personality. And that's yeah. why I also, be- also believe, uh, you know, again, I'm not knocking any third-party companies, but if somebody's doing your social media for you, yeah, they, they need to know you, how you think. You know what I mean? Which is very difficult. So, so they end up sending too many generic messages. Yeah. And uh, people can tell it's generic, can't they? Oh, straight away. Easily, easily. Absolutely. You know, so, so, so it comes over so false, doesn't it? So, you know, yeah. you, you can still sell. But again, going back to your Kia Picanto, it's not a boring car, uh, in my opinion, right? Because you've got a 17-year-old, want the first car. So you could still say, you know, Look at this little Picanto, your ideal first car, free road tax, 30 quid road tax, whatever it may be, cheap insurance, because that's the audience for that car, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, and yeah. you could have a, a fantastic Lamborghini, you know, whatever. Um, not, not my market, is it? So it's not good. It's not your market, but however, yeah. that'll appeal to a different audience, isn't it? See what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, but I think with social media, I think you've got to have the personality, you've got to be original. You can't just keep copying stuff and you can't keep selling, in my opinion, you know. But nothing wrong with saying, I've just got this Mercedes S, I'll see you in. Uh, it's in brilliant blue. One post amongst five or six or ten. Yeah. A nice car that's just arrived in. You know, it just yeah. reminds people you do actually sell cars as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. And again, from both platforms, I've bought lots of cars as well. You know what I mean? So when you're trying to help people. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So for me, there's a really good app that got me in the habit of doing social media posts. Because like I said earlier, you can overthink it, can't you? You're thinking, oh my God, what am I going to put on social media today? And it's, it's a bit of a stress. But I've got this app, it's called Be Minder. I don't, have you heard of it? No, I haven't. No, I haven't. So basically, you set goals for, for anything in life. You just make it up yourself. So say so the one that I done was I wanted to do four social media posts per week because I was doing probably one every couple of weeks. So you put in this app four social media reminders, whatnot. If right, okay. Yep. If you don't do the four at the end of the you know, when you haven't done it, they take money out of your bank. It might be like a pound or two pounds. But just psychologically, like a, like, like a penalty sort of thing. So you, you've yeah. not done what you said you're going to do. So yeah, yeah absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I started using that. And then every time, like you said, you, you, you were walking through the showroom and you thought, oh, do you know what? I can just ping this stuff. Everything that came to me, I thought, right, I'll just ping that. I'll just put it on the page. And it really, really helped me that. So I, I'd recommend Be Minder. 
That's what it's called, the app. It's free. Right. right. Touch would yeah. have had no money come out of me account. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> so, good. That's yeah, it's motivated me. And you know, on, um, sorry, on, um, so, because you do quite a lot of videos of yourself, and that I, I think a lot of traders, well, normal people, uh, in any walk of life, will find it difficult doing videos of themselves. How, how did you overcome that? Oh, wow. I mean, to be honest with you, Dave, this, I think this, we all have the same, same fears. None of us like our own voices, do we? Yeah, oh, when you hear oh, yourself God, back, you think, is that me? Is that really me? You know what I mean? <laughs> and we all cringe, you know, is that my accent? You know, yeah. and, and all these things, our own personal things. If you, you know, I had a major, major hang up doing videos originally. I mean, I've, I've been doing them probably six, seven years now. I'm not, I can't remember what the first one that I did as such. You know what I mean? But I kept thinking I needed to start doing videos to sell cars. Yeah. Because obviously I was doing all the pictures and whatever. So I thought video is the next thing. And I agonized for a long, long time. So, you know, I thought, right, do a video. I don't believe in silent movies, as I call it. So just walk around, no voiceover. I don't believe in those. Those yeah. who do, that's fine. You know, that, that's their choice. But I, I think when you're walking around, you need to sell the benefits of the car. It's got sat-nav, it's got leather, it's got whatever, whatever. You know what I mean? So I yeah. think that, that, that's very, very important. And also with music, we have to be careful if you put just music on because we all have so varied tastes. Definitely. Uh, you know, I remember watching quite a while ago a, a, a Range Rover and it got some sort of very heavy rap music on the back of it. This is a 90 grand car. And I'm thinking it'll appeal to some, but not to everybody. So yeah. you've got to be so careful. You know, I mean, I, I switched off because it wasn't my choice at the time. So I thought about the videos quite a few times and I kept thinking I need to do video. So I even looked at uh, text-to-voice uh, systems, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I downloaded, yeah. downloaded a program, type in there, Volkswagen Golf, GTI, VR6, whatever it was, and it just sounded so robotic. It doesn't matter how good the software was. I tried various different ones, you know, downloading from different websites just to try it. I kept thinking, it just comes over so bloody false, you know what I mean? It just yeah. Didn't, yeah. didn't flow, you know? No. No. So then I spoke to a couple of guys who did voiceovers and I just said, would you be interested? And they said, oh yeah, no problem at all. You know, you, you do the sort of walk around the car type of thing. You send us a script of what you want doing where and we'll do the voiceover. Yeah. Uh, I got to cost you 50 quid a time, whatever. And you think, mm, okay, 50 quid a time, <laughs> yeah. you know, so send the files over. It starts, starts adding up, you know, as much as you want to make yeah. it work. Yeah. If he sells the car, then he's fine, you know what I mean? But you think all these things start adding up, don't they, you know? Yeah, definitely. And then just literally, one morning I went out there and I thought, they hear my voice on the phone, right? Yeah. They hear my voice in the showroom. Exactly. They know what I sound like, so what is wrong with my voice? <laughs> and, and honestly, I just literally it's went so out true. there, yeah. and, and I can't say my first one was perfect, you know? You will start walking around and you think, shit, I just said that, you know, wrong, or I got this wrong. Yeah. And, uh, and I wish I'd kept all the outtakes because some of them are hilarious. You know, I mean, I remember uh, one that really does spring to mind. I've done a great job of it all the way around, got all the spec right. O opens the door, I'm, I'm in the car, and I said, open the glove box. But I say, I look at the boot size, and it's the glove box. Yeah. I'm thinking, no. <laughs> you <know? laughs> And you start, start all over again. But the beauty yeah. of the job is it doesn't cost you anything. It's free. You know, you yeah, just exactly. delete, move on, do it again. And, and people and could practice. They can see yeah. you're uh, human, like when you make mistakes, like nobody's perfect. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Oscar, Wilde, you know, Oscar Wilde said it, didn't he? He went, be yourself, everyone else is taken. And that's so Absolutely. true. Absolutely, uh, perfect, perfect. So 
So yeah, the people who get this hang up, so, and I really would encourage people not doing it to do it. I've been shouting this for yeah. all over the place. If people, if people follow me on social media, I said, videos sell cars. And genuinely, I have sold a lot more cars doing the videos. And I will take them to every nth detail of the car to say the wheels have been done, this has been done, that's yeah. been done, whatever it may be. It's twofold, actually, Dave. And I think a lot of people miss the second part of, of a video is, number one, yes, you're showing the car off. Yeah. But you know what? When you're walking around that car and you're saying to the Mr. Customer, look, I've had the wheels done. Yeah. Look, it's got these tires on. Look at the brakes there. Yeah. It's got the service history. It's got two keys, whatever, whatever, whatever. It's got everything there. They are less inclined to start chipping away at the price yeah. as well. Yeah. And I generally yeah. believe I've, yeah. I've got higher prices for cars because they can see the whole thing. And people have bought cars off my website Click and reserve. I've got click and reserve on there. They've gone click and reserve the car directly off there. I've had phone calls where they've said, I've watched your video. I know what the car's like. Yeah. And no word of a lie, they've actually turned up on the forecast. I'll show you around physically when they've actually arrived. No, it's okay, mate. I've seen the video. Or no, sir, I've seen the video. I don't need to see the car. Yeah. So it just shows the power of the video. And I think this is what a lot of us sometimes forget. You know, know. Um, you've got to stand the reason why. You, you've got to stand out from the rest. And yeah. if you're saying to the customer, look, there's the video of the car. And I'm not saying all my cars are perfect, but some of the older ones that I've had, which are part of exchange to clear, I've done a video to say, look, there's a dent, there's a scratch, there's a yeah. scruff wheel. But that is the genuine, true condition yeah. of that vehicle. And that's why it's, it's X amount or whatever it may be. Because then they can but see what they're going to get I, without I even traveling. The, the, the part exchanges are that, for, for me, they're the most important ones to do videos because if you're totally truthful about part exchange and it's, it's, you've priced it cheap, it then stops all the, the phone calls, you know, and you get a yes. genuine buyer. Yeah. Because yeah. no, when I put a part exchange up for like 995 and I've just put pictures and people ring up and say, oh, what's it like? Can you tell us more about it? That's when you've got to do a video because you've got to say, yes. look, it's a grand. It's got 10 months MOT on it. It's got a few battle scars, but what do you expect yes. for a thousand pounds? And that's yeah. where they, they really work well for me, them videos. Exactly. They, they know exactly what they're going to get. And, you know, I use personalized videos as well that I send out through the Gardex app. Just in case somebody, you know, wants to see something a little bit more that I missed or somebody said, I had a guy a few, few months back, he says, can you do me a very close-up of whatever it was? And I said, no problem at all. So I sent him a personalized video, but he'd seen everything else that he wanted to see on, on the video anyway. And the fact that yeah. because it's on your website, it's there 24-7. Yeah, they can, yeah. They can see it whenever they want, as and when they want to see it, you know. Um, so, I mean, I've, I've, I've taken one whilst we've been in lockdown. I've taken two deposits, and I've got the third one just literally been emailed me this afternoon. So I might yeah. even do that one as well. Uh, they've seen the video, and they're happy to give me a deposit to say, we'll pick that car up as and when we're out of lockdown. Yeah. They're happy uh, to do that. And then they both said the same thing, Dave. Yeah. They said, yeah. we've seen the video. We're happy with what, what's there. We've seen everything about it. At this moment, all traders... Really, we should be all doing videos of our cars in order for us to get deposits during this uh, lockdown. It's, it's something that everybody, well, if they can, I don't feel like we're, we're not really meant to go to work. Well, it, 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 it's difficult to do videos now because 
the third one that I've got on the go, funnily enough, is actually a car that came in just before the lockdown, two days before. Yeah. And luckily, I'd got some pictures, uh, and I just took it outside. There wasn't, uh, there's not full range of pictures at all. There's, there's literally half a dozen pictures on my phone that I've got, which I've just stuck on the website, just say, awaiting pictures. And the guys emailed me to ask me some questions. Look, I'm sorry. I said, I haven't got a video. I haven't got any more pictures because of the lockdown. And I can't go and do video pictures. But this is the car. This is the description. You will not faulty, whatever. Yeah. I've got a couple of emails back and there's one well, just pinged as I'm talking to you now. So I'm hoping that's going to be concluded. But, you know, had the video been there, it would have been yeah. a bit easier, possibly. Yeah. You know, but it's one of those things where luckily I'd got half a dozen pictures on my phone that I, that I used anyway in the meanwhile. So yeah. at least you can get gist of what the car is, you know. Uh, but no, I think, you know, going, you know, I think when people have gone back and the thought bit about more about videos, I hope more people start using videos because it, it genuinely does work and it sells cars. And I believe personally, you, you get more for your, for, your, for your cars as well because you're above, you're not competing with the same world of, you know, race yeah. to the bottom of, on, on price yeah. but you can justify you know the leather's nice he's got no rips yeah. got no tears etc 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 it does work definitely and I think I mean if you said to an 18 year old now uh, would you buy your car from a, a five word description in a newspaper with no picture they'd laugh at you wouldn't they and I think in yeah. 20 years time that's what they'll be like you used to buy cars with no videos or like no video walk around but you just yeah. used to buy a car with a picture yeah, I know. It's definitely the future, isn't it? Especially in this, this day and age now, everything, every, everything's instant, isn't it? You've got like yeah. three seconds to get somebody's attention. Yeah. Uh, and again, you know, the day well, I did the lockdown of the showroom, I did a video to all my customers to explain what was happening. The fact that I need to shut the, the business down, you know, the workshops and the sales. This is the situation. And I stood outside the, sh- the whole business before yeah. empty because I put all my cars away in the workshop now I've rampacked everything so the whole thing is totally empty and looks deserted and I stood outside to say this is the situation now you know thank you for your support I'm coming back don't know when but I will be back uh, in the meanwhile I'm at the end of the phone blah 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 whatever and the feedback that I've had from all my customers because I sent that out to all my customers to say yeah keep them updated you know yeah. what's, what's happening yeah. and then that has been phenomenal again the power of video I could have written a chapter and verse. Do you know what? Yeah. Nobody would have gone past the first paragraph yeah. probably, Dave. You know, uh, but Definitely. they clicked on the video, they watched it all the way through, and they commented and they replied. They sent me direct emails to say, "Sorry about this, but we know you're there, and wish you good luck, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. You know, so it, it's about that, isn't it, really? Definitely, and that for, for me, that that's the best thing that's going to come out of this lockdown because I know that well from doing this podcast. When I get back into it, everything's going to be video me explaining stuff instead of being like a faceless business i'm not saying i am a yes. faceless business because we've got a lot of presence on facebook and, and our website but i'm not going to be as shy as what i used to be what, why not, be shy i said no people know who you are how you are how you talk your accent uh your mannerism whatever so what, yeah. what's wrong with it <laughs> no there's nothing is there's yeah everybody needs to come out of the shell the thing that you don't like about yourself most is probably the thing that everyone likes about you. Probably is, isn't it? Probably yeah. is. Yes. Well, you've got you've got to get your head around that. But so so yes. the uh, IMDA. How did that come about then? Wow, IMDA, Independent Motor Dealers Association. So before that was born, I'll take it one step 
back from that, so what sort of triggered all this off was social media initially. So in 2012, uh, via social media, I've, I met a, who is now a very good personal friend of mine, Jim Reed. A lot of people have heard of Jim Reed yeah. up in Aberdeen. Uh, we met on social media. Uh, I flew up to, to meet Jim and his family and spent a weekend there. They've since been down here quite a few times. But in, in the conversation sitting uh, uh, with Jim having a few beers, talking about the motorhead like we do now, similar now, you know, you spend hours and hours chatting away. Yeah, yeah. And one of the things that we talked about was the independent dealers, small dealers like me, like you, like Jim, it's a lonely, lonely place, isn't it? Definitely. You know, we're all on our own, majority of us, you know. We start off, you know, thinking, right, I want to have a sales pitch, I want to have a showroom or whatever it may be. I want to go in business on my own, right? And we have to do everything. We have to learn all of a sudden from, you know, me as a background of, you know, sales, selling cars, all of a sudden I've got to learn about buying, selling, marketing, VAT, yeah. cash flow, whatever. Yeah, there's that much stuff that we all learn or have to learn very quickly. And we fall into this trap of just because we sell cars doesn't make us the best business owners or best business runners, if you know what I mean. We now have to wheel and deal, yeah. but not necessarily best car business runners. You know, it's like the best mechanic is not going to be the best guy who runs his business. You know, you can repair cars, same sort of thing. So there's so many challenges. I just said, wouldn't it be great if we could all talk and discuss things? You know, because going back to those days, um, you wouldn't really want to speak to, to the dealer over the fence or the dealer across the road. There was no social media. There was no, none of that stuff going on there. Uh, you know, if, if you had a conversation with a dealer down the road, it'd be a big thing because it was all cloak yeah. and dagger. And, you know, why should I be talking to him? You know, he's, he's my competition. Yeah. Dave, there's no competition. We all sell cars. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. In my eyes, you know, you, you've got a different audience of customers that you get. I'll get a different audience. Our marketing will attract different sort of customers. We might both have the same cars, but do you know what? Each one will attract a different customer. And, he's, you know, we, we can see that time and time again, don't we? So we sort of sat there chatting. I said, wouldn't it be great if we just had a place we could all chat and uh, discuss things and share best practices and give tips and hints and advice and survival or making profit or making more money or don't. Don't do that because that's going to be a downfall. Stop it. So it's just general banter. We're just chatting away with that. Yeah. Out of all that was, a, was born a forum called Twitter Car Dealer Forum because it was yeah. to do with the fact that we met on Twitter and lots of other connections were on Twitter as well. So it started our car, you know, Twitter Car Dealer Forum, which was a closed forum. So it wasn't just anybody coming on there. You know, it was all motor trade, motor industry related. And we controlled it and policed it to make sure we got the, you know, the right people on there to a certain degree. We could have, you know, conversations, debates without the battles and the arguments that go on there, you know. And do you know what? It was a phenomenal place because when the IMDA sort of started, we closed that forum down because it was old technology and it wasn't user-friendly with a mobile phone. So you had to go onto your, your desktop to actually sort of log in and stuff like that because it's just, yeah, things have moved on, haven't they, you know, uh, yeah. with, with people and how people connect these days. But that had got just over a 1,000 members, I think 1,100 members, I think, when we, when we actually finally closed it down. So that had built up over the years and it was a great place because lots and lots of people came in there. 
motor dealers, motor industry experts, people like that. You know, so that's how sort of Twitter car dealers started. Then from that evolved the IMDA, which was seven of us who started the uh, the association. And it was again to say we want to help the independent dealers. Yeah. The independent dealers do not have a voice. You know, we've got the franchise dealers. They're in a nice little group, aren't they? You know, they've got the National NFDA, Franchise Dealer Association. All, all, you know, so all the OEMs are in there. Sadly, the independents just do what they want to do. There's nobody to, to voice anything. And not only that, we lose out on the deals. You know, just because you're a one-man band, I'm a one-man band, why should we pay over the odds for services and products when, when they get mega, mega deals? You know what I mean? For, yeah. the same, for the same product or services. But just because we're, we're a one-man band, and I know we spend less. So, so we thought, wouldn't it be good to actually get dealers together, like-minded dealers together, and get suppliers on board as well to see if they will do a deal to support the independent dealers. And do you know what? It has been absolutely incredible, uh, the journey from that. So that, that started in November 2017. And up to now, we've got just over 500 members now. Approved members, we've got... 40 suppliers uh, on board who want to help the dealers that's that's the beauty of it. it's not a case of they're being forced into anything they actively want to come and help the independent dealers you know we've got a click dealer we've got gardex g4c's there's a list and list of them who want to come and help the independent dealers they've got special deals i mean especially with the lockdown at the moment you know the the one with free offers as well to help the dealers so all these are to help the independent dealers and the association it's run by dealers for dealers, you know. So I'm a dealer. I'm, I'm juggling my own business, Dave, and I'm trying to help other independent dealers, you know. It's free for all the dealers to join. It does not cost them a single penny. So they've got great services there. We've got exclusive deal with Aston Lark Insurance. I mean, we're motor dealers. We all want insurance, don't we? You know, so exclusive deal with uh, Aston Lark uh, Insurance where they've got special deals so just for IMDA dealers. And just one of the things I can remember from the top of my head is, you know, for example, if, if you've got 250 pounds worth of cars with Aston Lark, that automatically uplifts its, I think, 750, you know, without any additional costs. So if you've got a fair bit of stock that's, you know, fluctuating, you don't need to make that phone call to say to your insurance broker or company, look, I've got X amount over, you know, can yeah, I yeah, add it on yeah. or whatever, which adds yeah. extra premium, doesn't it, you know, generally. Yeah. So yeah. there's lots of other things like that, you know. We, we've got free legal advice, free legal advice with law data. Graham Jones, you know, which again, it's, it's, you know, you're entitled to two hours free of charge. And then it's your choice. If you want to yeah, use his services, that's fine. You know, that's a deal worked out direct with the dealer and law data if they want it. But yeah. in the meanwhile, it's free. Pick the phone up, email. You think how much people charge for legal services. This is free of charge. You know, yeah. they don't need to, to go onto various forums to find out somebody's opinion on are they doing something right? Are they doing something wrong? Just go, just go straight there. It's just free of charge. So that's just a couple of things. Yeah, we, we've done quite a few masterclasses uh, throughout uh, the last couple of years. All the ones this year at the moment are just on hold because of the situation. But we've done Google Masterclass, understanding how Google works, how to, how to get found better on Google, which means, you know, we're not totally solely reliant on classified advertising. You know, there, there was a guy there, Guy Jenner from HWM, Aston Martin, the Google Masterclass, and literally there was an anomaly between his address on Google and his website, which Google didn't like because he just said, "I don't, I don't, I can't match it." You know what I mean? 
and yeah. his, his ranking was being penalised. As soon as he changed that, his ranking shot up. You know, so it's just little tips like that from the masterclass. And guys, I don't know, you know, a testimonial video of how much difference just that one tweak has made to his ranking on Google. You know, the biggest search engine in the world. So we did a Google masterclass. We've got the Profit Clinic masterclass by a company called Sentience. Uh, you know, Ali comes along, does this Profit Clinic. And it's, a, it's, it's not just learning all these things to make more money or save money, whatever, but it's also networking. This is what yeah. we do, don't we? We network yeah, with dealers. You know, so, so you think you get you know, 30 odd dealers there in a room, the connections you've made, because as much as we talk to each other, we're on forums, nothing yeah. beats that face-to-face you know, conversation, does it? You know? so, so you're also building that. And, and the other one, which has worked incredibly, incredibly well, is the network throughout the country. You know, I, I sold a car to a customer just outside Birmingham 12, months, 12 18 months ago. The guy got a slight issue with the car, and, and uh, I said, you know, saving, this is me putting myself in customer shots. Let's look at the saving coming all the way back to Stoke-on-Trent. Is a local dealer that you trust to you? And he said, well, I shan't name the, the VW main dealer. Is literally on the same street as him. And he says, can I take you there? And I said, look... I don't really want you to take it to a main <laughs> deal, eh? Please <laughs> you know? go. Oh, yeah. Just, just the cost-wise, I'm dreading yeah, it. You know, yeah. the fact that they want to do a, a safety health check or whatever yeah, it may be, yeah. and just uh, pull my pants down, good and proper. Yeah. So yeah. I said, uh, I said, look, I said, I'm not trying to be awkward. I said, but if that's where you want to go, I said, get an estimate, and I won't be awkward. Let's just, you know, I'll, I'll play the ball with him. At the end of the day, I'm trying to be fair with the guy. Anyway, long story short, he takes it into there. They wanted 90 quid just to have a look at it. 500 quid later, and two weeks later, yeah, goes to pick the car up, and the fault is still there. And I'm absolutely livid, and so is he. But at this stage, he's like, look, I'm losing confidence in the car. And it was, it was nothing mechanical, electrical. It was a water leak in the boot of the car, right? So there's nothing massively, massively wrong with it. You know what I mean? And this is how bad it was. So... The water leak that told me it was a rear tail light. It's a golf estate. When he went to pick the car up, there was water on top of the parcel shelf. So you tell me how that water got on top of the parcel shelf. It was coming from the back light, right? So anyway, he, he sort of lost confidence and then another, another light had pinged on in between. So I said, look, I said, tell you what, I said, just give me 10 minutes, I'll ring you back. Rang up uh, Martin Smallbone, a Smallbone and Co in Birmingham. Explained my situation. I said, you know, asked because how far he was from there. He said, 20 minutes, half an hour. I said, okay. Long story short, Marty said, look, give me the customer's name. I'll ring him for you. I'll look at the car for you. Because I just said, I don't want to go back into the VW dealer at any costs, you know, yeah. whatever. Because obviously he'd had bad experience and so had I just been stunk for 500 odd quid and the job not being fixed. That was the yeah. top and bottom of it, really. So Martin arranges with the customer. The customer drops the car off. With Martin, he lends him a car, does the job for me, picks the car up two, three days later, all sorted. The guy is absolutely over the moon. He said, I cannot believe what you've done for me. Not only that, Martin's got a customer for, for life because he's obviously made the bonding down the guy said, I will take you back to him for service and repair in the future. Yeah. He not only did he ring me that, you know, after he picked up, he's actually sent me another email a week later just to say thank you again. Yeah. So I've got another what I call raving fan built there, you know. Uh, but but the fact of it is the fact that just that connection with the IMDA, the building that that another connection throughout the country, and yeah. my, mine's not just an isolated situation. You know, there's quite a few dealers 
who've done this, you know. Well, various way. Yeah. Before Christmas, it, it, it happened to me. A chap from Scotland, he said, "Oh, that, I see you're on the IMDA, um, and you're in like Sheffield. I'm, I'm trying to buy this car." Uh, in Sheffield, would it be okay if the because he, he was buying it privately? Would it be okay if the customer brings it to your pitch and you can just give it give it a quick check over? Yeah, and I was like, yeah, not a problem. So this chap brings it, everything was fine, lovely car. Yep. Next yep. week, bloke drove all the way from well, got the train from Scotland. He collected the car from here and and he took it back up to Scotland. It just goes to show how, how strong networking is. Absolutely, yeah, and I've done the same with, with a couple of the dealers. Again, I've, I've checked the cars over, they've been left with me uh, because I was buying the cars here, so absolutely spot on. And th this is what it's about, isn't it? This, again, goes that extra about helping each other. You know, we, we, need, we, we need that network throughout the country. Uh, and and, and yeah, the bigger we get, the better we get, the bigger the yeah. voice we'll have. You know, so these are the things that people sometimes don't understand what the IMDA do. Sometimes people think, you know, we, we're on a bit of a high horse and... No, you, you just to, want to help you know, people. Yeah. Don't, don't, yeah. We just, honestly, Dave, we just want to help people. You know, if they want to be yeah. part of it, please come and join. We're not, we're not, not knocking anybody, not crabbing anybody. The association is there to help everybody. Again, with what's just gone on with the, uh, the COVID-19. On the website, just literally yesterday I posted. Again, yeah, there's, there's that much information there from the government. Yeah. And, and I'm sure you don't want to spend hours and hours, neither do I. And I don't understand half of it, like all of us, because it's all written in jargon, pages and pages. And we think, what applies to me and not, you know, and nobody else or whatever. So, yeah, so it's just difficult trying to go through all that, trying to make sense of it. So yet again, what we've done, you know, the IMDA Association, the guys who, you know, part of the team with us, there's four or five of us who actually actively do this day in, day, day out, work things out checked up with experts to say is this the right advice yes it is and yeah. that's on the website so we're advising all the members to say look these are the grants click here learn about this know about this but it's on a you know an a4 sheet type of thing or a couple of a4 explains what is available what the support is or how it works or whatever rather than about 20 pages of jargon and you've missed the whole point so yeah. Yeah. again it's helping it's, it's helping dealers in any way that we can simple as that if I didn't have the forums, I would, I would have struggled. The forums and what you're doing, it just helps everybody out. And, and yeah. most car dealers do want to help each other. They do. They're dead right. And again, you know, the other thing that we've also got is, 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 the, is the Facebook closed forum as well for the, for the IMDA. Yeah. And people keep saying, yeah, why is it closed? Because, Dave, some topics, what we discuss between dealers need to stay between dealers. Yeah, yeah. You know, we don't want an open forum where the whole world can see what we're talking about. You know, not particularly, you know, there's nothing on, on toward going on about against customers or whatever, but a lot of conversations need to be kept privately. You know, yeah. uh, why, why does a builder need to know what we're discussing about cars? You know what I mean? That, yeah, that's not exactly. their, their story. Yeah. So, so that's why we keep it closed and we only want people who, you know, like, as I said before, you know, like-minded dealers who want to be part of it. Yeah. Um, all suppliers who want to be part of it, we're happy to invite them along. They can come in the jump during the conversations, the debates, whatever they want to say, it's not a problem. Yeah. Uh, but we have to keep it closed. The fact that we respect each, you know, each other's privacy and um, and what we're discussing uh, is yeah. relevant to us uh, yeah. rather than anybody else. Yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. So if people do want to join, you know, they can go yeah. to the website, join, or you can happy to ping me an email or a phone call. I'm happy to talk to anybody. You know that, Dave, at the end of the day. Absolutely. Brilliant. Yes. Yeah. Brilliant. Well, Umesh, I've got a, a few questions to ask you before you go. Far away. That's okay. Yeah. Sure, so, far away. Best bit of advice you've had as a car dealer? Best bit of advice. I'm trying to think who gave you the best advice. This is many, many, many moons ago. Cashflow. Is, is 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 i would say is and it's even i think i suppose it comes home today or at these certain times because cash flow is a thing isn't it? you know sometimes we all get hung up on uh, on profits of how much profit we're making you know per car but we forget the fact that if you've got no cash flow dave you're yeah. bust and that's 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 absolutely critical because i remember somebody said that to me many many and and i think again sometimes we don't understand cash flow when we first set up as we said earlier on you know you've got 10 grand, you think I'll spend that on a car, then hopefully that sells one to get cash back in again. Yeah. And it's so critical, isn't it? Yeah, you know, because if, if cash ain't coming in, uh, especially at this sort of moment in time, um, you can't trade, can you really? No. You're just knackered. So yeah, cash, as I'd say, watch your cash flow, watch the, the, the overheads really. You know, you can soon spend bits and pieces around, um, I suppose over the years I've probably been a bit guilty of that and I was watching because I'm, I'm big into sort of advertising, marketing, whatever. And sometimes you just need to just watch exactly where you're spending all your pennies yeah. and not get too carried away. You know, uh, but you, you've got to check what, you know, what is return on investment really. So keep an eye on that. Uh, but you know, cash flow is, is, is the biggest advice I would give to anybody out there. And with your, if you don't mind asking, your, your auto trader bill, do you work it out? So let's say it's a grand a month, just for argument's sake. Would you not work it out per car, or would you work out like how many cars you've sold in a month? That's that's, that's the cost of Auto Trader. Auto Trader was a very hot topic a few weeks back, and all last year, and the year before, and the year before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, an old car trader said to me, I, I said to him, oh, I bet it used to be dead cheap back in the day when it's never been cheap. A pound, a pound a week per car. I still have the contract sitting at my in, in my office somewhere for that. So that I've. So it was cheap out. then, back in the day. I suppose, I suppose relative, uh, relative. But what what we forget, I suppose, is how things have moved on. Um, I think with any advertising, you know, bees, auto trader, car gurus, motors, eBay, whatever. Each and every one of us really, really need to sit down and work out of what it costs to get that sale. Yeah. I, I look at it, so if I've sold, let's say, five cars from Auto Trader, then I would just divide that bill by saying, that's cost me 200 quid a car. Yeah, that's the only way I think to, to, to do it. Because you get depressed the other way, wouldn't you? No, honestly, and, and to be honest with you, I, I think also one of the biggest mistakes that I've seen for years and years is we all know Dave and even if you've got only 10 of your cars on there and you've got 50 cars in stock people will say they saw you on auto trader because that is a brand that yeah. people recognize and re and, re and remember more so yeah, than anything else red, you know it's like coca-cola and pepsi and all that it's just the same uh you know situation there and for all my life pretty much i've always asked the question where they come from you know in my diary if people went through, they could it'll have you know eighty written on it or CG or motors or whatever. And I've done this pretty much since the day I started. So I always go by 
you know, how many cars I sell. And to be honest with you, you, you asked Auto Trader, my honest opinion Auto Trader is he works for some dealers. It doesn't work for everybody else. Uh, last few years, it's been working less and less for me. Uh, and I've had these various conversations with him in time. And I've also been saying, if it carries on being the way it is, it won't be long before I'll be off it. Yeah. And and start this year, I have my stock on there. Uh, from what it was, I got a twenty car package. I've done that ten car package because it no longer works as effectively for me as it used to do before. Uh, I don't like the price markers, which is another bath that I've had with him. Uh, I don't believe in them. Uh, hence, I'm not on car gurus because I don't like that. I've got a free package on car gurus only because about three four months ago, probably five months ago, uh, I thought I'd just try it again for the free package. I don't like the price markers because I don't think they're accurate. But that's a whole debate. We could spend hours and hours talking oh, about yeah. that. You know what I mean? But that, I just don't believe it helps the dealers, in my opinion. I really genuinely believe, you know, because of the strong branding of these platforms, if you read something which says it's high price or whatever, you, we, we, all get, we all get led by Dave. You know, if you're reading some words on Amazon and one says good price, one says low price, whatever, you know, you're going to go for the good price. You're not going to, you know, or the low price or whatever. You know, you're going to be, you're going to be swayed, aren't you? Your decision is going to be instantly swayed yeah. regardless of that. So that's why, you know, I, I, I don't particularly want to keep competing in the world where I'm giving things away. We can't buy nice cars um, generally. They all cost us money. We need to make profits. Um, I did quite a while ago when I just found it the other day because I was going through my computer. Uh, analysis which i think i did actually post on the car dealer forum a long long time ago and it was a, it was a bizarre conversation i'm just getting off auto at the moment but this might just explain a little bit there dave uh it actually is a conversation that i had with a customer who i just bought a car from <clears throat> and he dropped his paperwork off a couple of days later the, the sums were based i'd given him five grand for the car and i put it for seven grand and he said Sort of jokingly, he came and dropped paper. I guess that's nice. He says, Yeah, two grand for, for doing nothing, sort of thing. I said, Do you think so? <laughs> he says, You know, I said, He says, Yeah. I said, Lovely. He says, Two grand. I said, If only. He says, yeah. Well, no, he says, You only gave me five. He said, Up for seven. I said, uh, I said, Before I start, so I said, I've got the VAT element out of that. He said, Well, you know, the VAT. Like most <laughs> customers don't know the VAT, do they? Which is right. They're not in the job, are they? You know, they don't understand. No, no. If you, you don't know, know you don't know about yeah. It. Yeah, absolutely it's about 400 pound isn't it on the margin scheme yeah straight yeah. away yeah so i actually sat there and he was i said he was he wasn't having a, a go he was just a you know a, a friendly banter you know which is good yeah just having a friendly banter with him so i said i'll tell you what i'm gonna do i said i said let me just explain something to you so i scribbled on my pad in front of me and i said look i said so there you go it's two grand i said that's the vat so explain the VAT element. He says, oh, I didn't realize that. I said, oh, there you go. I said, that's, you know, big chunk got straight away. So then I started scribbling away the valet, the HPI check, the service, you know. So I broke it all down. And the bottom of it, I said, I said I've got, you know, let's say five, six weeks worth of advertising on, on just on Austria. I think I had to use an example uh, what it was costing me at the time. So I did all these things. And at the bottom of it, I've got two examples. And if you didn't need the wheels doing, didn't need a service, didn't whatever, you might come out with seven or eight hundred quid net. That's before yeah. paying your wages, right? Yeah. All the rent, all, all the rent, <laughs> right? And the other example was, I know, if, it's if, you doing, 
It was 280-odd quid, eh? you know. And he sort of looked at me and he said, wow. I said, this is the problem. I said, said, and this is the mistake. I said, not only you, I said, but most customers think we're making thousands of pounds. Yeah. And the number of dealers who actually rang me and said, can I pinch that off you? Can I use that? I said, yeah, whatever, you know, because it was an eye opener. I think when you, I think when we all write it down of what it actually costs to transact a deal yeah. Yeah. and what we're left with, I think sometimes it's quite frightening. Yeah. Uh, I, I remember you done that um, PDF file, didn't you? The true. That's the one. Yes. Yeah. 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 And, and you shared yeah. it. I can't remember where you shared it. Yeah. And it was yeah. so true. It was so true. Yeah. And it, uh, yeah. but, but that was before taking into account, I say, the, the wages and the rent and stuff. You know what I mean? So you start doing all that. It's, it, it, I say, it's just a frightening, frightening thought, isn't it, really? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. If, you, if you've done that all the time, you just want to give up. But yeah, you think, oh, God, what am I doing? But I, I, um, speaking to, with a, a business friend the other week, and he, he said, how much did you pay for auto trade? I went, oh, it works out about... Two grand. He went, oh, that's all right. Two grand a year. I went, two grand a year. I was like, it's two grand a month. And he fell off his chair. He was like, seriously, he couldn't believe it. He could not yeah. believe it. And this chap is like, he's got a chain of uh, nightclubs and bars. And I, I thought he would have thought that was okay. Cause he's a, but even for someone with a, a big business, he thinks for the small dealers like us, Two grand yeah. a month is a ridiculous amount of money to be paid. Yeah, yeah. I think I think you know. Just just come back to the same. I think it's just down to what number of sales you get from. It's as simple as that. It's just you know, yeah. yeah. It, you know, if, if it works for you, you know, nothing against auto trader. They have a business yeah. to run. That's fine. If it works for you, stay on there. If it doesn't work, yeah, make a decision and do something um, about it. Because the biggest mistake is we carry on paying whoever it may be, or trader, whoever it may be. We just carry on paying, thinking it'll yeah. get better, and sadly, yeah. it, it doesn't really. And uh, thing is, you, 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 know, get, you get used to paying that two grand a month. Yes. So yes, I might have to. See go the other back. way. To, yeah. the, the, the other way to look at it, Dave, is if you think about it, <clears throat> if you didn't spend that two grand a month, oh, I could live in a mansion. You, you, you could afford to sell <laughs> a few cars less, couldn't you? Yeah, depending on what. Yeah, your yeah, well, that's what I was going to ask. Is, yes, as, as, yes, yeah. Even though you, you you reduced it, so did you sell less cars, or did it generally stay the same? It stayed the same. That's great. It stayed the same at the moment. So we'll we'll see what happens as time goes on, because at the moment everything's all totally changed, and I and I also believe. Uh, yeah, things will be different. I think. Yeah, nothing will go back to normal after all this. So I think it's, it'd be interesting to see. But you know, uh, it's it's a topic which which you know uh, haunts us all. You know, when yeah. there's, there's lots of people there who don't advertise an auto trader. Yeah. Uh, and as I said, there's there's life after there. You know, uh, Jim Reed. I mentioned earlier on. Jim's been off there. I think six years now. You know, yeah. successful business. But there's also many many others out there. You know what I mean? Who who, yeah. who just don't rely on it? You know, and there's and there's others who say they have to be on there because that is what all the business is, which is fantastic. If if yeah. that's what brings they can monitor it and is value for money, great, isn't it? You know, like with any Definitely. platform, if it works for you, stick to it, make the most of it. Well, if you know, yeah. if you're selling, if you've got ten supercars on there, all hundred grand each, and then you're paying what? 1200 a month advertising it's cheap as chips isn't it 
you know, but if, if you're selling cheaper cars, then, then it works out expensive. So, but like you say, it, I think all trade is, it's on the mind constantly, isn't it? It's on the mind. And yeah, it is. You've just it got is. to find yes. what works best for you. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yes, 100%. So, yeah, you've got to do that. Yeah, yeah. Anybody just starting out, what advice would you give to them? If they want to get rich quick, don't go into the motor trade. That's the first thing I'd tell them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think that they've got to set the stall out to what they want to do, where they want to be, and have, have a bit of a plan. Yeah. Um, have a not, plan. No, point, no point in just thinking, you know, I've got X amount of cash or funding or whatever it may be. Yeah. I'm going to start buying cars and start selling tomorrow morning. I think I'll have a bit of a, a, bit of a plan of where they want to be with the business. And then probably I probably didn't do that. And if you did that day, but you know, they, they always reckon what you what, what you ought to do is look at the end goal. You know, in 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years, whatever the age you are, you know, want to want to retire type of thing. You know, I mean, have an exit yeah. plan type of thing. This is what all it seems to be about. But I think the more and more programs we watch, like Dragons Den or whatever, what's your exit plan? What's your exit plan? And I don't believe there's many dealers who go out there and say, right, you know what, I'm going to do this for five years or ten years. That's how I'm going to build my business up. I think most of us just think I've got X amount, I'll, go, I'll get a pitch, I'll get a showroom, I'll get whatever, and I'll go for it. So yeah. I think, I think it's, 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 it's about having an action plan of how you want the business to run, how you want it to do it. And one of the things um, I would say to anybody starting out is don't be frank to ask for advice. You know, there is so many people out there and that's probably one of my mistakes that I made, I suppose, in the, in the early stages of going into the trade or whatever. Didn't ask enough questions, if you know what I mean, or, yeah. or ask for advice. Because we, we, we're all shy of asking advice, aren't we, really? Because either we think we know it all or you just think people don't want to help. But I found out probably later in life, generally, that, do you know what? If you actually ask people for advice, yeah. people genuinely, genuinely want to help you. Uh, and because they've got all the knowledge, they actually want you to to succeed they want to help you all the way along definitely and they're quite flattered actually they're quite flattered to say oh right you know like you're sort of, you know, looking up as a mentor aren't you to say like how do i do this or how do i go about this or whatever so ask advice and don't be shy uh and you know that that's one of the, the things which i I'd, I'd highly highly recommend that people do you know is just yeah yeah no, you know, just ask for it so, yeah. so true that though it is it really is yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I get quite a lot of contacts from all sorts of forums or people of whatever saying, you know, would you, can, I'm just thinking of doing this, do you mind? And I've advised loads and loads of people, you know, uh, and I'm happy to do so. It, honestly, it, it, it's just a pleasure. Uh, if I can help somebody in, in any little way, um, you know, to, to, to build their business, you know, uh, yeah. I've, got, I've got years of knowledge, years and years of knowledge, you know, um, some good, some bad, and, you know, I'll just advise them the best I can. Yeah. Uh, and it's always a pleasure, you know, to help people. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. likewise, you know, as you say, it's just, you know, if people ask, I'm here. Uh, well, that's, that, that's one of the things I would say, Dave, you know, 100%. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. And any good books you can recommend to help as a car dealer? Wow. Um, <laughs> Does it have to be about cars? Just no, no, no. It's straight, straight. straight. Yeah, no. The reason why I'm sort of half sort of smiling to you, the room that I'm sitting in at the moment, if I'd got, if you're watching me on a camera, mate, um, there's about 70 books behind me, I'm guessing. Oh, brilliant. There's probably about 60 or 70 audio books yeah, on the excellent. other shelf, right? Excellent. 
I I used to hate reading. I I just didn't read when I was young. Uh, again, one of the things that I never did. Learned pretty late in life about reading books. Um, and I probably only started, I suppose, reading lots of stuff probably 12, 13 years ago, that's all. So that that's you know, a big drawback for me, a big fallback that, yeah. uh, that I never... I never used to enjoy reading, so why, why do something yeah. you don't enjoy? You know what I mean? Going back to, to enjoying what you do. Same so, yeah. yeah, so I started reading quite a, quite a bit. I felt I probably missed out in life by not reading. Honestly, there's so many books out there. One of the books that I, w- I would say has been very, very good, uh, it's called The Compound Effect by a guy called uh, Darren Hardy. Uh, yeah, uh, The Compound Effect, which is... Great, because it's again little things that build up to big. You know, it's just simple as compound effect. You know, it's 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 well worth so, googling and, and getting hold of that one. Uh, the one just literally straight in front of me is uh, Joe Garrard uh, from the world's greatest sales. Oh, do you know what I read Guinness that book just before Christmas? I yeah. read it. What a brilliant book! Yeah, absolutely amazing. And everything what he does is just yes. really simple. Yeah. It's like that. It's it's like I had this other saying the other day, and it's so. Yes. If you want to do extraordinary things, do ordinary things extraordinary. So something like that, and that's what he does in that book, doesn't he? It's just all. Yes. Really yeah. 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 That's simple, right. Yeah. Simple yeah. things. Yeah. So that's just, yeah. So so that's just left on my desk because I'm talking to you in front of me. So you know. So that's the other one there, which is a, a very good read. You know, uh, there's Gary uh, Vanderchuk. If people heard of him, Gary V. Uh, yes. that's called uh, there you go jab 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 right hook you know what I mean yeah, yeah so he's another good one, one. yeah uh, but the, this the, the, you've got that one as well you've got Gary V. yes yeah, yeah. yeah. so honestly there's so so many and in fact I've probably got 10 sitting around in the other room people have recommended the last 6, 8, 10 months whatever and I thought oh yeah that looks a good one hit the button it's arrived it's sitting there to be read when I get around to it hence I try to buy more audio books because driving to work driving from work I find it easier uh, yeah. to do that rather than just keep you know trying try to find time to read because you know, sometimes you go in from work last thing you want to do is start picking a book up and readings you've yeah. got other things on your mind and so forth and I've just had one arrive last few days uh, still in here it's called uh, The 48 Laws of Power so it was somebody who'd recommended it and I thought do you know what I'll hit the audio book on that and I'll be yeah. over the list of that in the next few days sitting on the shelf next to me Umesh uh, I did the same last week it, I, I <laughs> it was Rory on the uh, car dealer forum and he, met, right. he said he'd read it four times so I I bought it on Audible straight away so that's I think we'll be, I think that's we'll be listening to that at the same time yes yeah. So, so like all these things, you know, things get recommended, you go for them. And some I've read, I'm thinking, that was a waste of time. Doesn't really matter. But some you read and you pick up a couple little things and you think, wow, that's incredible. You know, we all get different things from different books or different audios or whatever. But I think it it just makes you think a little bit different, a little bit more. Again, as as you said earlier, you know, it doesn't have to be motor trade related. And some of these aren't motor trade related. They're just, you know books, audios, whatever they may be, just different people, different lives, you know, and stuff like that. Yeah, so Darren they, Hardy. They just you change know, your mindset, yeah. don't they? They change your mindset. Yeah. And two, two best books I've read this year is uh, The 5am Club. By, right. I forget his name. But anyhow, I've been getting up every morning at 5am and I feel amazing. You'd think you'd be bloody knackered, but I'm actually more energised. And then <laughs> the second one is, um, it's called Profit First, 
by this Mike Mikalowicz or something. Yeah, yeah, read that one, read that one, read that, that one. That, yes. that has changed my business completely. It's absolutely, it's- yeah, it's been amazing. It's been amazing. Um, I'd recommend any car trader or any business person to read that because, like I said earlier on in the podcast, I'd sell a car, buy a car for a grand, sell it for two, and I'd buy one for 2200 but after reading yeah. that book now, if I get one for a grand, sell it for two, <laughs> what I do is yeah. I put the grand back into the stock account plus yes. 100 and, and do all the percentages. I give myself a profit, put some in the VAT account and then, yes. and then you're never short. You know, you're keeping yes. that cash flow perfect. So I'd recommend that profit yes. first tip. Everybody. Yes. Yeah, this was very good into that one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Again, that was recommended to me by another group that I'm a part of, the SBS group. So one of the girls on there says, you know, uh, I highly recommend this one. I said, thank you for that. And I, and I bought it again. That came a couple of months back. I thought that's a very good read, actually. Yes. So um, yeah, there you go. It's all these little little nuggets, aren't they? You know, oh, which are great to sort of share Love and recommend to people. So if you could go back. 20 years what would you would you tell yourself to do anything differently i think pretty much everything what i've said here is watch me cash flow watch me advertising yeah yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 you know, ask, ask 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 a lot more advice um and i suppose the other thing which i probably would change is the business not to be reliant on me 100 percent. and this this is where again we all fall down for this one because we're all pretty much owner drivers small businesses is you know is you know it's like you. you you don't go to work you don't earn same as me if I don't go to work yeah the place shuts down uh, it stops totally yeah so I think you know as much as it is sometimes hard to employ somebody when you're looking at the margins or whatever I think that has to be part of the plan Definitely. to say right you know employ somebody and not to be scared if they've got better talent, more talent. In fact, it's probably yeah. better to get somebody with more and better talent uh, to work alongside you and not see them as a threat and, and work together. That you know, Sometimes partnerships don't work, so it might not be partnerships, relationship, you know what I mean? Because yeah. partnerships very rarely do the work from what I've seen and experience that I've heard about, you know what I mean? So yeah. Yeah. I'm sure there's some good ones which have worked, not knocking partnerships, but I think somehow something falls apart yeah. with a partnership relationship somewhere. Yeah. But if you can get somebody good on board who, because I've always thought, yeah, because people don't always want to be business owners, if you know what I mean, because there's employees, there's employees. So if you can find somebody who wants to be an employee, yeah. but he's, he's bloody good, yeah. take that, him on board, you know, look after him or them or she yeah. or whatever, you know, uh, that would go a long, long way Definitely. because then the business can carry on running and you can spend more time working Definitely. the old saying working on the business and not in the business it's like my valeta he loves working for, for us he loves being an employee it's same that i mean i hate cleaning cars it's like my, my, so why would i get my own business and and clean the cars in the beginning i did i cleaned all the cars myself but as soon as i could afford somebody to do it yeah it's costing me 1500 pounds a month but yeah. I'm excelling the business. I can buy more cars. Same with a, a bookkeeper. You know, if you don't like <coughs> doing the books, just get a bookkeeper. It just makes your life so much. You, you, you hit it on the nail. And this is, this is the whole thing. I mean, 
I, I, to be honest with you, I'm, I'm, I'm going to admit something here, which I, I don't clean cars. I never have done. <laughs> Does not appeal to me. Everybody, even when I started, honestly, they, it didn't appeal to me. You know, I have watched the four, I have watched the four court a few times, to be fair, you know what I mean? Uh, but not very, not recently. Uh, from day one, uh, I've sublet the valeting from day one that I started. Uh, did not appeal to me to get all the stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do a little bit sometimes, Hoover Collar. But to do a full valid to polish machine, whatever, it's, it's not me. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Simple as that, really. I pay some. But you couldn't do it cause because you'd have, a, you'd have a suit on as well. It'd bugger the suit up, wouldn't it? <laughs> Well, well, well spotted, mate. Absolutely. <laughs> now you know why. Now you know why. I always have an excuse. Why not? Why not the clean guard? Jazzy tie, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so no, absolutely. Because he's, and I've said this to a few people the last couple of years as well, where they've spent a lot of time valeting cars to save whatever they might yeah, have. 50, 100 quid. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I've just said, you could actually be spending that time constructively with something else yeah it's not about it's not about saving money it's about how much money you can actually make with that time uh i believe rather than actually saving you know uh yeah you might save you know 1500 quid a month but you could actually be making three grand yeah uh with that time or the effort or whatever you, you know what i mean so so it's not about saving um and there's no saying small which i can't remember it's, it's about you know don't worry about trying to save, you know, a few, few pence or whatever. I can't think what I was saying, but something like that anyway. But, it's just, you know, yeah, don't worry about yeah. what you're losing at the time, you know, because you need to just look yeah. at, you know, what you can make rather than, than that. Yeah. Uh, and also, if you think about it, you just said it there with the bookkeeper. They are the experts in that field. You're the expert in selling cars. You, you're not an expert in bookkeeping, valeting, so forth, you know. And there used to be a dealer down the road from me who uh, used to be a big franchise dealer. Uh, sadly closed down and I remember talking to one of the directors about 15-16 years ago because he was going to pick a car up from London and he was there's two brothers who owned the business and he did all the running about and I said to him one day I said I can't believe you're delivering this brand new car to London he said I'm not doing anything I said no I said you are the most expensive driver your business has got <laughs> and he, he couldn't get it he said no he said, I'm not doing anything I said no I said, why don't you just pay a driver at that time, maybe five quid an hour, whatever it was. I said, you pay somebody five quid an hour. And I said, because all you're doing is driving a new car to London, getting the train back. It does not need a director of the company, yeah. you know, the second or the you know, high, highly, highest paid person in the company to deliver a car. And he just wouldn't, he said, no, I'm, not, I'm not doing anything else. I said, you don't see my point. And he, and he didn't, to be fair, unfortunately, yeah. you know, but that's the same thing, you know, why would you yeah. go all the way as a driver when you can actually employ a driver to do it? Yeah, definitely. And you, you just cannot do it. Another great book is E-Myth. I don't know if you've read that. Uh, I, <laughs> do you know that, what, that's uh, everything what you've just been on about. It's exactly you've, that. You've, you've, that. That is my very favourite one, Dave. And do you know what? I've actually posted a free copy out to quite a few people. I, I, I bought quite a, yeah, I, I read it about four or five times when I first got this one. I kept reading it and reading it. And the, there's quite a few dealers than somebody even post on this podcast. I, I got one of them in the post, I don't know. But there's, there's quite a few I actually bought. I just posted them out to different people to say, have a read of this because yeah. I think this will help you in business. Yeah. Yes. 
Definitely. Yeah. I wish I'd yeah. read that six Ma years ago. Yes, uh, I, I also yeah. read that 20 years ago. Michael uh, Gerber, I think, is it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, brilliant, brilliant. So, the one favourite quote you can leave us with. Right, okay, okay. Let me... Uh, well, what, there's a couple of things I'm going to throw in here. One is one thing that I've always, always, always shouted about is, is to build, is to create raving fans, right? Yeah. You've probably seen me with hashtag raving fans all over the place. I create raving, raving fans, and I have done for many years, which is, you know, looking after customers, the customers that they keep coming back to you, and they're the best advocates out there. They're shouting about you of how good you are. So, you know, you don't need to do the, the, the reselling, do you? I've got one customer. There's a letter in the, in the showroom somewhere that I typed up a few years back that he'd bought 21 or 22 cars off me. And since then, I think it's about three or four more. So, you know, that's that speaks for itself. You know, you just got to keep building these customers that way. But I think the what I'm going to say to you is treat others how, how you like to be treated. Is, is what I would leave you with. And don't chase money. Uh, just look after customers, and uh, the money will come in. Uh, so, so I'll leave you with that one, Dave. It's been absolute pleasure to talk to you. We can chat for hours and hours and hours uh, on this. Um, I just hope the others enjoy it and uh, yeah. we'll go from there. Mate. It's been a pleasure, yes. mate. Where can people find you? Right. So there's, there's a couple of places. Um, so if they want to get hold of me for the IMDA things, it's uh, theimda.co.uk uh, where they can either apply to be a member or whatever, or if they want to send me an email, it's umash at theimda.co.uk. Or if they Google uh, Specialist Car Stoke, my website's there, the phone number's on there. Happy to talk, advice, and just have a chinwag like what we've been doing this afternoon, Dave. You know, we can, we can talk about the whole world anytime. Um, I'm here to help and support anybody that I can, that I can help with. You know, um, I've no hidden agenda. Uh, I am who I am. I've got, uh, you know, been in the job too long to, to worry about agendas and whatever. So I'm just here to help anybody who wants any help and to feel that I could help them in any way. I'm just at the end of the phone anytime. Brilliant. Thank you, Amesh. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks again, David. I will speak to you very soon and uh, let's, let's get back to a bit of business shortly. So I hope you enjoyed this afternoon's conversation. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, Car Dealer Pro Podcast, and subscribe to us on iTunes.